2: Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It is Thursday. It's June 16th. It is 2022. We have five baseball games on today's slate. Riding solo today. Only five games. Figured I would just break this one down and um, chat. Appreciate everyone that listens each and every day. Don't get to say it enough. Um, Really appreciate the support. If you ever have any suggestions or feedback or anything like that, always open to that kind of stuff. So, yeah, there you go. So, we're going to roll into it. Five games here. We got Philadelphia at Washington, nine and a half total in this game. Philly's a 160 favorite. We got Wheeler going up against Patrick Corbin. Uh, we'll start here with Zach Wheeler. Wheeler on the season, 29% Ks, 3.4 XFIP, 29% to both sides of the plate, great swing and strike rate. He's done a great job of limiting power to both sides of the plate as well. So on a small five-game slate, definitely have um, some interest here in Zach Wheeler. When you look at the Washington team, this lineup's kind of banged up right now. Um, We'll have to see if Soto is going to be back or not, dealing with that knee injury. Um, You know, we, we saw a nice bump to Strider when that lineup came out for Washington, and Strider had, I think, 10 strikeouts in five innings or something like that, and absolutely pitched well. So definitely like this spot for Zach Wheeler, and then on the other side of this game Patrick Corbin Corbin's really struggled with hard contact this season especially to right-handed hitters his numbers against lefties not great either he's done a good job of you know limiting power to lefties but still giving him a ton of hard contact and I mean his walk rate is higher than his strikeout rate um against left hand or right left-handed hitters and then I mean you look at the Philadelphia lineup they just have a lot of right-handed power. Hoskins, Castellanos, Bohm. Um, So I really don't have a lot of interest here in Patrick Corbin. I actually kind of like Philadelphia a lot in this spot. Hoskins, 4,400. Castellanos, 4,100 in this spot if Alec Bohm is in there, which he should be hitting fifth or sixth. He is 3,100, so... Definitely like these right-handed bats. If I'm full stack in Philadelphia, I don't mind you know getting Schwarber, Harper, or someone else in there. Um, you know, with these righties being kind of cheap, I could definitely see going with like a three-man stack, and you know, just kind of approaching it that way. On the other side, I mean, if if Soto is out, this lineup's just not great. You know, you could potentially take Bell, low strikeout rate, good WOBA. Um, His hard hit rate is down this season as well. But overall, I think this is one of those spots on a five-game slate. You know, you could potentially play some game theory because I do think Wheeler is going to be pretty popular. But overall, I just don't have a ton of interest here. Tampa Bay at New York, eight total in this one. The Yankees are a 160 favorite. Fleming going up against uh, Severino. In this one, I mean, looking at looking at Fleming first, we don't really expect him to pitch too deep here. You know, he's maxed out this season at 77 pitches. He struggled in his last start, and he only threw 48 pitches. Getting a Yankees team that's very right-handed heavy, looking at his numbers against righties this season, 421 Woba, 190 ISO, 40% hard hits, 10% soft hits, 13% Ks, and 11% walks don't think this is a spot i want to play josh fleming against this powerhouse yankees lineup and in yankee stadium so i'm going to pass on fleming here and then i mean severino on the other side of this game i have some interest in severino here 9400 going up against tampa there's some strikeouts in this lineup low walk rates you know they're still with without two of their best hitters um with franco and Lau out so I think this is a good spot for Severino. Um, I mean, both Severino and Wheeler are two of the top pitchers on the slate. We'll talk about two other guys that I don't mind today, uh, but I mean, those are going to be your one A, one A, one B, one A, one A, one B type plays today, in my opinion. Up next, we got Milwaukee at New York facing the Mets. Seven and a half total in this game. Lowest total. Oh, I guess the the Mariners game is lower. Seven and a half total in this game. Mets, a 135 favorite. We got Ashby going up against McGill in this one. Aaron Ashby, 7,100 here. A lefty, and, you know, the Mets are a little bit worse against left-handed pitching than they are against right-handed pitching. And, you know, we've gotten to see... Ashby a little bit this season, he's got decent strikeout stuff, good swinging strike rate, good strikeout stuff, um, 100 pitches in two of his last three starts, over 90 pitches in four straight starts. I think he could potentially be a contrarian play today. He's not my favorite option, but I, I do think like if you want to be a little different today, he's done a great job of limiting fly balls, generating soft contact, and getting ground balls while on top of that, striking people out. So I don't think this is the craziest idea to play Aaron Ashby today. And then Tyler McGill, 8,600 here. This is one of those spots where I probably don't end up playing McGill. He has good strikeout stuff. He's good against righties. The only thing I'll say is if they do roll out like a really right-handed heavy lineup, maybe you look at McGill. This game's in New York, Um, good ballpark for pitching and, they do have a lot of strikeouts in this lineup, so maybe I like McGill more than I originally thought. He's just coming off of two tough games. Um, he's had some good games this season. He's definitely someone that could put up twenty plus fantasy points. So maybe I like Tyler McGill more than I originally thought I would here. As far as the Milwaukee Bats, um, Yelich is thirty nine hundred. Definitely interest in him. Telus is thirty six hundred. Definitely interest in him probably use those guys more as like a two-man if i want like a third um it would probably just be who's hitting good Is adama sitting in a good lineup spot um he takes up like that shortstop position is is in the lineup he takes up a catcher position and i mean he has the platoon here so the other side the mets i mean i definitely like pete alonzo He's always someone I think you could play against the lefty as a two. He's, he's just, he's such a good hitter in general. Um, I mean, his ceiling is massive 235 ISO. Escobar has a 294 ISO against left-handed pitching this season. So those would be my main pieces. Um, I mean, I don't know if Sterling Marte is going to be in there or not. He got hit um, in the wrist with a fastball. I highly doubt he plays in this game. So, you could get a good lineup spot for, like, Mark Kana at 3,200. Um, don't want to fully sack this game, but, I mean, there's pieces from this game that I don't mind um, taking some shots on here on such a small slate. Rangers and Tigers, eight and a half total in this game. Rangers, a one twenty six favorite. We got Perez going up against Breesky. Breeski? Martin Perez is someone that I feel like I've played way more than I I would have expected coming in to the season, especially at 9K. But Perez has been pitching fantastic. He's been generating ground balls. He's been pitching well. You look at the Detroit lineup, and I mean, it's just not a scary lineup. They have under 100 ISO with over a 22% K rate and under a 250 Woba against left-handed pitching this season. So I think this is one of those, like, patented Martin Perez, seven-inning games, zero earned runs, of you know, four, five, six strikeouts. So I actually – I have a ton of interest here in Martin Perez. I think this is a spot you could um, definitely play him. No issues with playing him at all. At 9K, I think he's a good pivot off of those top two guys that we talked about earlier. Uh, Bu Bresky. I mean, he's had a couple of good games here recently and, I mean, against good teams as well. He pitched well against Toronto. He pitched well against the Yankees. I just, you look at his numbers and he really struggles with right-handed hitters. And this is going to be a pretty left-handed heavy lineup today. Uh, and he's actually been pitching really well against lefties. So I don't know how much I necessarily trust that. You know, you 15% K rate. I think Babbitt's going to have to be on his side. He has a really low swinging strike rate. And in those games that he pitched well, um, like the Yankees still hit a couple home runs against him. So, I I mean, for me, it's probably a pass. I actually kind of like Texas. I hope they're a team that, you know, potentially flies a little under the radar today. Marcus Simeon, Garcia. Like I said, this guy's really struggled with righties. Um, you can look at Seeger and Calhoun. As far as the lefties are concerned, um, Duran has had good power against right-handed pitching, and he's been hitting the ball really well here recently. So he's obviously someone uh, you can look at if you need, I mean, some value as well. I'm pretty sure he's, he's really cheap, right? Um, did they finally price Duran up? I don't think so because I'm not even, yeah, he's still 2,500. So, and you can play him at second base. So, really like him. They like said he's been hitting the ball really well. This platoon matchup looks really good for him. So, like him a lot. As far as Detroit, I really don't like anything. <laughs> I just, I, I mean, you look at the lineup and it's just not good. Martin Perez, not typically a guy that goes out and gets blown up. Um, I know he got blown up last start. The White Sox are good against left handed pitching. It was the only time this season that he's gotten blown up. So, I really like the spot for Perez and kind of like the Texas Bats. And honestly, I kind of like taking Texas minus 126 in this game. I think that is, there's some value with that. Um, I think that will move throughout the day and we'll see it end up maybe closer to like 150. We finish it out with the Angels and the Mariners, seven total in this game. The Angels are 120 favor. We got Otani going up against Kirby in this one. Otani, 8,200. We know the the strikeout ceiling that this guy has. My only concern is Seattle is a sneaky good contact team. The lineup that they usually run out. I mean, they have a lineup that, you know, when Suarez and Rodriguez and Torrens and more, these guys are in there, there there's some strikeouts. So um, I, I really... I really don't mind Otani's in this spot. I think like if you're chasing if you want to just chase the ceiling in large field tournaments, I definitely think this is a spot you can do it with Otani. I I would rank Wheeler Severino ahead of him. I think I'd rank Otani ceiling-wise ahead of Perez, but I think Perez is probably a little bit safer than Otani but I mean in tournaments who cares about safety you're you're just trying to chase that ceiling so you know the other side of this game we have George Kirby and we've seen him a little bit now he's at 6,500 I mean he has really struggled with righties and you know you got Three really good light, right-handed hitters at the top of this order, um, with Ward, Trout, and Ward, Trout, and Rendon. Rendon was that a lineup Wednesday? Dealing with a l- little bit of a wrist. Um, if he's out again, I mean that obviously could hurt this lineup a little bit. But I still think this is a really tough matchup for Kirby. And I think we have enough good pitching on the slate that I don't have to play him uh definitely like the angels in this spot ward trout um rendon if he's back in there if he's not i mean you could take some shots on duffy or marsh um whoever catches stassi or kurt suzuki i think is fine and then i mean for seattle i would just target the power bats suarez rodriguez france um even maybe winker but i'm not going out of my way to stack seattle today um good slate i mean for a five game slate there's a lot of options today i think you're wanting to kind of prioritize pitching on this slate more than anything else batting i mean this might be a day that i go like three three two yeah i think just kind of looking at the slate there's not like i think my favorite stack on the entire slate is probably philadelphia Or, I mean, the Yankees, you could full stack the Yankees, you could full stack Philly. Um, those would be my two favorite stacks today. Play the morning grind game, and then, um, we'll get out of here and look forward to another full slate on Friday. Under 8k to get six or more strikeouts. I think it has to be Ashby, I think he has the best chance, um, to get the strikeouts here. Kirby has a decent chance too um, with the bottom half of that lineup, but I'm going to go Ashby over eight K to score under fifteen. I think my bus would have to be McGill. He's my least favorite of these expensive options, so I'm going to go with McGill over four K to hit a home run. Give me Stanton to go yard today. I really like this spot for him. I really like the spot for the Yankees in general. Under. 4k to get two hits i'm gonna go alec bohm in this one he's having a a good little stretch here it's a great matchup the other one honestly the other one that i was thinking of was duran i really like him today as a value play at 2500 and he's been hitting the ball super well here recently uh stack to score six or more runs i don't want to say the yankees so i'll go phillies i said those are my two favorite um lineups today stacks today so that's kind of what i'm looking at um that's kind of it that's all i got today like i said appreciate everyone listening if you ever have any feedback or comments or anything like that always feel free to reach out if not appreciate you listening (laughs) that's gonna wrap it up here for thursday we'll be back friday with another main slate good luck everyone we'll see you then